This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It was the best of time. It was the worst. She was the people's princess. We shall fight on the beaches. Oh, hey, man. These are the things that made England. We shall fight on the landing ground. These are the things that made I England. I have a body, but of a weak and feeble woman. These are the things that made England. And a king of England, too. These are the things that made England. Cry God for Harry! And these are the things that made England. England! And St. George! These are the things that made England. We are here, gathered together gentle listeners, to talk about another thing that made England, and it clearly did. However, it may not go in the Cabinet, more to be revealed. Anyway, I am joined by Luke Baxter, who has very kindly uh, agreed to let me assault his eardrums with heavy metal thunder. Hello, Luke. Rock! Hello. Rock! Yeah, I am doing. Actually, I was, uh, I was actually remarking to myself that when we went to heavy metal uh, gigs and all that, that sort of stuff. I mean, not you and me, but yeah, yeah us and not you at all. In fact, um, <laughs> they never talked about heavy metal. They talked about rock. Yeah, yeah. So where did the heavy metal thing come in, anyway? Um, oh. But they knew they were called heavy metal. Yes. Anyway, we're going to talk about heavy metal. I have been to heavy metal. Now boxes. I understand. You have a view. But I had understood from our correspondence that you were not a fan. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't feel that's... No, I'm not a fan. No, no. Vraiment, oui, mon brave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are I'm a petit fan. fan. Petit, petit, petit. <laughs> oh, well, that's very good, because I was yeah. assuming this was going to be a train smash and you were going to talk about Genesis all the time and I was going to have to shoot you I hate and Genesis. eat your liver. I hate Genesis. Yes, I hate Lenses too. Yes. Luke, I love you. I want to yes. kiss your yeah, cherry yeah, yeah, lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, they suck. Yeah. In fact, uh, yes. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I was subjected to Lamb Lies Down on Bloody Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if only I'd had a car, I'd have driven over that lamb. Yes. But you see, that's prog rock, though. But you see, you are wrong about Pink prog- Floyd, but we've done that. 
So we're not going to go. Yes, we're not going to tread over old ground. Actually, I don't hate. Actually, I don't hate Pink Floyd. Actually, yeah. there are sublime bits of Pink Floyd, but yeah. they're never my. They were never my jam, yeah. mm. as my daughter would say. Yeah. So let's get on with it because we're just already we've started <laughs> blathering. So Luke, I think I am going to struggle to present heavy metal as something which made England. To be frank, right. you know, it's a tall order. Yeah. You know, the Church of England, ten sixty six, Magna Carta. Oh, and heavy metal, rave culture. Um, although we did put Scar in the. But we didn't put rave culture. We in, did. Did we? Well, yeah. yeah. Mostly through. Well, we didn't really. I mean, Royfield got very cross. Yeah. Yes, he very much threw. But, you know, we didn't put toys it in, out the yeah. plan in that one. Anyway, what I'm going to say about this is that I don't want to put the thing in your stupid cabinet. I would not go in there if you begged me. There is a reason for that, which is to be in the metal world. Luke is to be out. Yes. You think it's punk, isn't it? You think that punk is the outsiders. Absolute rubbish. The punk are in. They are in the enemy reading Doc Martin wearing Elite. Yeah. I'm really serious about my music, man. Yeah. That brigade loved it. Punk, Floyd, Genesis, Weller. Seriously, just na- saying Genesis your name in with that makes lot. me feel... Yes, everybody would be really serious about it. I mean, your Weller fan didn't necessarily like Genesis. No. Okay, I'm not saying they're the same. But in the Venn diagram of earnestness, they're in the middle. Yes, I have to admit, I only started liking metal when I came to the realisation that I was not cool and nor had I ever been cool. Um, and then I, Right, I could... how long did it take you to realise <laughs> that? I mean, I could have told you that, by the way, he's, you know... Quite a while. I don't know, he's very long, but... Took me about five minutes yeah. to spot it, but how long did it take you? Uh, a few years, you know. I, I read my enemy sounds um, and yes. despised oh. Kerrang. You read, I bet you read <laughs> Kerrang, yeah. didn't you? No, because I'm a heavy metal fan. Heavy metal fans don't read. <laughs> well, they do. They read The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that is true. They do read The Lord of the Rings. That is good. Actually, that is a good point, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so all those guys in that, that Venn diagram overlap between Genesis, Floyd, Weller, blah, 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 they all despise metal, as you have already demonstrated by hating Kerrang. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I be in, don't want to be in that cabinet. I want to be in a small, rather grotty little plastic caddy <laughs> by the side of the cabinet marked metal. metal. All right, that's where I want to be. Yeah. Metal. No metalhead wants to be in a cabinet with fine marquetry. We don't do that. We do fantasy, as you say. Yeah. Okay, but what I am going to claim, Luke, I'm going to claim that metal was invented in England mm. and is therefore a reason to go and fall in a canal during a pilgrimage to Walsall. Right. And I'm going to tell you why Walsall. Why and you're going to disagree with that, but that's fine. That it made this particular Englishman what he is today... You know, this particular one sitting here talking to you, um, the one that always knew he was uncool and never had that particular... I mean, you know, I never in my life thought I was cool. Uh, I was clearly a plonker, born and bred. Thirdly, that England and specifically the Midlands gave it to the world and the world, particularly the US and Northern Europe, loves it to death yes. now. Okay, that's what I'm going to argue. Good, good. Yeah. Whether that gets in it gets it in a small plastic caddy by the sound of the markedly inlaid cabinet that is England, I do not know. That is for our dear listeners to vote upon. Yes, yeah. indeed, for our dear listeners to vote upon. Okay, so now then, 
it seems to me, you know, we had an episode with Royfield uh, about Scar, mm-hmm. uh, about music, and it was very personal, as I remember. Royfield, all Royfield's propositions are far more impressive and culturally moving than mine. And, you know, because he has a superior cultural sensitivity and knowledge, which I mm, don't. Mm. But he did something of personal importance, I think. And heavy metal, obviously, nobody in their right minds would attach cultural sensitivity to. And yet, for reasons which I will explain in embarrassing detail, was very important to me at a formative period of my life. Before I get into that embarrassing stuff, it does form an important part of your identity when you're young, <laughs> don't it? What was your music when you were young, Luke? Yes, you see, I was a bit weird. Uh, you'll perhaps not be surprised to hear. Um, I was quite into sort of goth. No, I wouldn't. I would have thought, no, you're, oh, you're into goth. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Um, talk, but also then very, I was into Bob Dylan at a strangely early age of um, uh, and then right. into sort of, what? you know, sort of the Doors, David Bowie, oh. um, that sort of thing. Gosh, you are yeah. cool. Oh, um, I never imagined it. You really are cool. <laughs> but I shared a study with um, a couple of metalers. Um, right. So I was I was exposed to a lot of heavy metal from a young age, <laughs> a young impressionable oh, age. Oh, poor lad. Uh, but yes, and, uh, but I, right. I obviously did sort of... Um, take the uh, mickey out of them quite a lot and I, in fact i could did you I, had, yes. I could just kick the record player when they were playing too much and <laughs> it was perfect. i could kick the desk and just right. drop the record player and yeah. scratch all their heavy and metal actually, records <laughs> and actually you'd never tell the difference between the scratching and the music no, quite by the, uh, by the same things, no. yeah 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 it's all yeah. nice bit of guitar solo there yeah. Yeah. excellent Okay, so for me, I hadn't really thought about this until I came to write this episode, which is slightly interesting. But anyway, I hadn't really thought about it. But, you know, pretty much I did was of my class, Luke. You know, my background, nice house, family, church, village fate, good school, grammar school, quite strong Loughborough. So my posh accent was mocked. I was a little bit slightly outsidery at Loughborough because it was quite town oriented and People didn't like posh accents. Um, but it was a good grammar and it's on it, you know, on its way to becoming um, an independent school, private school. So most of what I did in my life was sui generis right. of my class. Okay. All my mates listened to middle class sort of stuff, all stuff colonized by the middle classes. So Genesis, Floyd, Dire Straits, The Cure, and famously, and to his fury, Paul Weller. Now, the only thing that the other posh boys like me would have nothing to do with was heavy metal. Because it, as we have discussed at some length already, it's not cool. It's not cool, but it doesn't necessarily so, mean it's not posh. There are quite, a lot, quite a lot of I metalers never... at my school, and my school was very posh. Right. I mean, there were metalers at my school, but the ones that metalers weren't the posh ones. Right. Categorically not. Yeah. Um, and whenever I went to concerts, I didn't have to push myself through anybody posh actually right. actually metal was the one thing which is the reason why it's important to me the one thing i did that was not emphatically not middle class right it was back then social death to everyone around me certainly there's nothing cool about it fantasy wizards devil worship sci-fi bikes leather beer almost <laughs> entirely male <laughs> yes. guitar obsessed with guitar solos yes it just wasn't cool yeah i can, we can agree on that yeah, okay. Well, there, there's some agreement. Okay, maybe it was posher at your school. But... 
So when I went to Demont Hall or the very first Monsters of Rock concert, which is the one famous thing of note I've done, uh, it was really the only place where I joined an all-inclusive world where people came from every conceivable background. Mm. And none of them, not a single one, interestingly enough, took the piss out of my accent. No. Never once did I feel anything other than a part of it, having a great time, and I would be the poorer without that world, and not quite me, what? for good or ill, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, might be a bad thing. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah. that's it. That's the embarrassing bit. All I've, I've emoted, Lulu. You can breathe now and hand me that hanky. <laughs> I have a very small violin. <laughs> In fact, I should have a sort of very small violin bow and play guitar. Very right. small violin, yes, yeah. yes. Stop it, stop it. Right. Stop being emotional. No, uh, very emotional. Emotions didn't thing. make England, I can tell you that for sure. No! <laughs> God, no! God, it's an outrage. Yeah. Emotions, I spit on it. I spit in their general direction. Okay, so that's the emotional bit down. All the rest is, you know. So we've talked about your emotional stuff. I've come prepared for once. So I know that you're you're going to spring a few of your nasty quiz questions on me out of the blue. Which you I am, do. although, you know, when you... And, um, but hang on. I have quiz questions as well, which I will be giving to you. I'm going to spring them on you in revenge. But you've sprung them on me. I actually sent the quiz questions uh, to you th- this ahead time, of time. Oh, it's a revenge. Sh- you bastard. Yes, we have the... Uh, you don't mind me calling you bastard. Not really, no. We have the British rock incest yeah. quiz coming up. British rock incense <laughs> quiz. That'll be a crowd pleaser. We're going to have to put an, uh, an E for not. No, to. it's not that sort What's of incest, as in you know the intermarriage. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, not that kind of incest. No. Oh, I'm not interested. Sorry. Uh, can I just distance myself from this conversation? Yes. Uh, we've gone off on the wrong track. So the other problem is actually about having this topic is that I made the mistake of introducing it early on the Facebook site. Mm-hmm. Whack, whack, oops. Won't do that again. So tanks have been placed all over the lawn of this topic in a way that, you know, I mean, Stephen's gone absolutely bonkers. Steeple's gone absolutely bonkers. There's been streams of discussion about it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's great to have involvement and all, but... Mm, it's a community. You know, the trouble is that the basic problem is that I know nothing about music, mm. okay? I'm going to tell you an anecdote about jazz. It's an anecdote, right. okay? Sorry about that. I know I'm very bad at telling anecdotes. So it's a personal character flaw, actually. So uh, I had a mate at work called Eddie. I had quite a few mates at work, actually, called Eddie, funnily enough, and Dave. Anyway, Eddie loves jazz. He's a big, big, big fan of jazz. And he would try and take me to persuade me that I really did like jazz, uh, which, in fact... I don't. Uh, so we went to Ronnie Scott's many times. I always ended up buying a CD, which I then threw away when I got home. Uh, we went to, there's a pizza place, which is very famous for jazz in London. We went to that several times. And I would go, and Eddie would be doing his nut. You see what he's done there? You see what he's done there? Oh, that is fantastic. And I'm just thinking, when can I leave? I hate jazz. Me too. I hate jazz with a depth of passion. And I realised why I hate jazz because to like jazz you need to know music Mm. 
This is my theory about jazz. Those guys know their yeah. stuff. They're clever musicians. They're putting things together in an incredibly inventive way. And Eddie plays loads of instruments, brilliant at music. He knew what was going on. Yeah. I just thought, this is boring. Get me out of here. And I'll have another pizza, please. Is that a good theory? Yeah, I think it's a very like good theory. Because I've got exactly the same problem. I, I've come up with a list of metal or not metal. Is that right? And none of it has actually very much to do with the music itself. Right. Because I, I, equally, I, I wouldn't be able to say anything vaguely interesting or acid about music. Okay. So you, what you're saying is that not that you don't dislike jazz, but that you don't know anything about music? Both. I don't know anything about music Both? and I dislike okay. jazz. So we're in the same category. Yes. This is a bit spookily similar going on here. Yes. We need Royfield. Royfield. I don't like this. He knows about music. Yeah, we probably, need Royfield. He, Come here. He probably likes jazz as well. He's like that sort of cat. He probably is because he knows music, yes. doesn't he? You know, he's clever yeah. with that sort of yeah. thing. You know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Whereas you and I. So the people running this particular lunatic asylum at the moment, <laughs> this episode, as it's called, uh, are the lunas. Yeah. We know nothing. We know nothing at all. In yeah. the words. Uh, who is that? We know metal. Who am I imitating there? Andrew Sachs. Mm. We know metal. We, know metal. we do know, but I don't know anything about musically. No, you know. <laughs> anyway, not as much to know. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so let us try and define heavy metal, even though uh, I know naff all about music. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so the point I was saying about the tanks on the lawn. Yeah. You know, there can be no denying Luke the depth of the influence of American blues on English rock and heavy metal. Yes. And I would be a fool to deny. Even I know that Jimmy Page was absolutely bonkers about blues yeah. and that all the metal guys bonkers about blues. But that doesn't mean it is blues. And that doesn't mean metal was invented in America. <laughs> so try this definition of metal. Are you ready? Yeah. The rhythm in metal songs is emphatic. Let's say that again. With deliberate stresses. Weinstein observes that the wide array of sonic effects available to metal drummers enables the, quote, rhythmic patterns to take on a complexity within its elemental drive and insistency. In many heavy metal songs, the main groove, if I may call it groove, is characterised by short, two-note or three-note rhythmic figures, generally made up of eighth or sixteenth notes. These rhythmic figures are usually performed with a staccato attack created by using a palm-muted technique on the rhythm guitar. Does that say metal to you? Is that all your own work? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? No idea what you're talking about. What? What's that yeah. in? Uh, that is apparently metal. Right. Anyway, Can I give so you mine? Can I give you mine? Do my... Go on, then. Okay. Give me a metal definition, Luke. It's, Go for it. It's metal when... They do a falsetto screaming yeah. bit. Yes, yes, yes. Got your check. There's an extended twiddly guitar solo. Yes, 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 yes. Got that. Check. Hair, hair is long and heads are banged. Long. I, long. Yeah. And trousers are there satin are f- and pouches are large. Yes. There are frequent mentions of giants, trolls, ghouls and other <laughs> fantasy creatures. Uh, Likewise, is. demons, <laughs> demons, and other denizens of the underworld—they're <laughs> there, they're there. <laughs> a band member, ideally the drummer, has died in curious circumstances. Yes, often in their own vomit. Often in their own vomit, and there should be an in- umlaut in the band name. Yes, umlauts—they do yeah. love their umlaut. You know, they've got to have an umlaut. And the more oh, these do. there are, the more metal it is. Did you ever call them Murterhead, though? 
as opposed to Motorhead. <laughs> of course, I've called them Motorhead. I, I did German <laughs> so you, you deployed <laughs> the umlaut correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Dan. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I think your definition is better, actually. Although I got another technique. <laughs> Another technical which made me more sense. With roots in blues rock, psychedelic rock and acid rock, heavy metal bands developed a thick, monumental sound characterised by distorted guitars, extended guitar cells, emphatic beats and loudness. Yes. That made that made a little bit more sense to me. I thought, yes. yeah. If they do the yeah. growly bit, yeah. it's <sighs> Yes. That's uh, well, we'll get on to yeah. that. God, uh, blimey, yeah. yes. Anyway, so... Luke, why did I like metal? Well, since actually, to my horror and surprise, because I wasn't expecting this, you like metal as well. Why did you like metal? Did you like metal? You think you said you like metal? Yes, because it's fun. Because it's fun? I think it's fun. I think that, that would be, you know, and, you know, you can really just get into it and, you know, yeah. go and do that sort of thing and go rock. Um, yeah. And it's just funny and silly. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, you, you don't have to dance, which is a relief. Yes. Oh, um, and if you do yeah. dance, blokes yeah. can do it because you just go up yeah. and down a bit. Yes. Yeah. You'll definitely shake not try to impress the girls because there aren't no. any. No, absolutely um, yeah. not. And actually, the ones that are there, <laughs> got the light I, off. Yeah, we're really straightforward and easy to talk to. They weren't yeah. terrifying the metal concerts. They're just really nice. Right. right. Anyway, there you go. Yes, so I agree with you. It's fun, just does not take itself that seriously. Yeah. They didn't mind about being an enemy because who would want to be an enemy and take yourself that seriously, be up yourself that much? I also liked it because the energy of it was fantastic. I love mm -hmm. that the speed, the loudness, that bit about a whole thing, yeah. just lovely. It was utterly bucolic. And I thought that was great. Bucolic? It was bucolic, rural, agricultural. Yes. I come into a grammar school, darling. You know, we like thinking of clever words for things. I love the guitar solo. The guitar, mm -hmm. last, the guitar solo for me channeled that long, virtuosi tradition, Luke, throughout musical history. Richie Blackmore was the modern Paganini. I put it to you. Was he? He was. I mean, he's doing exactly the same thing, isn't he? Well, I know he Richie liked... Blackmore is a, uh, Paganini's a bit more of a... Well, he's just area. a show-off with a vanilla um, violin, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Paganini. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's no, a show-off with a violin, basically. Right. He could be an ice cream salesman for him. Could, okay. Right. South Bankshire, yeah. that was actually... Oh, no, that's okay. okay. Yeah. The metal I listened to, which we're going to get away from, was melodic in a way that mm, New Wave mm, wasn't quite so much and death metal isn't. So I actually quite liked the melody of metal because it was quite melodic. Anyway, that, that was why I liked it. So I have a quiz for you now, Lulu. Um, may I call you Lulu? You may not call me Lulu. I'm sorry. Which I know, I know that's not going to stop you for a it's second. Not. It's really not going to stop me. I'm sorry, it's got this for the rest of your life. You just have to kill yourself now. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to hear called Lulu for the rest Please of your life. Please call me Lulu. Boring. So, have you got your blankety blank notebook and pen yeah. handy? Yeah. Because we yeah. are going to play rock or metal. Well, we're not actually, because I messed this up. 
Um, oh, well, I'm going to play these clips anyway and note which you think is metal and which is not, but it's reasonably early anyway. Uh, but the other thing about this is that here are a bunch of tracks which are have been quoted to me as being, oh, this is the first metal song, man. You know, mm. sort of thing. Is this HM in or out? It's HM in or out.
but go on, we can't stop it there. Whatever. Why did I play that last one? What? Jeff Beck. Yes. He's a god of guitar, isn't he? I he's mean, a it's god like... of guitar, but that doesn't mess... That, like, Jimi Hendrix is a god of guitar, but it doesn't make him... No, he's not heavy metal, I totally agree. In the heavy yes. metal, in or out conversation, that is not heavy ah. metal. Otherwise, ah. this... I, do... I mean, ah. this episode would have gone serious question. self-track. Go on, then. What was the band that he played in with two other seminal guitarists? Oh, I do not know. Gary Moore, was he one of them? No. Because Gary Moore is another seminal guitarist who never quite got yeah. formed a and band and was never quite in or out heavy metal, but was, you know, similar to Jeff Beck. Don't know. Don't know what is the answer? What is the answer? Eric Clapton and Jimmy Page in the Yardbirds. Ah, fantastic. So I don't know very much about yeah. the Yardbirds. When I can't listen to bits oh, of them, they always they're... get mentioned. But actually, yes. whenever I've listened to their music, I thought, mm, don't really like this. Right. Very, there's a, a really creepy song. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> Good morning, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just yeah. never got one. But the, what were the new the new Yardbirds were? What was when renamed as? I don't know. Oh. I should know that. I do know that. But you I should know gone. that. Led what were they called? Led well, I didn't know they were the precursors of Led Zeppelin. I didn't really. They were called the New Yardbirds at one point. Right. Okay. Even the four of them. Mm. The and, and it was this. literally the four of them. So they they All right. Cool. Should yeah. that. So just to go over those uh, tracks, starting oh, off with what do we have first? We have Steppenwolf. Okay. Steppenwolf. Not metal. Yeah. Um, supposedly, where the name heavy metal oh, yes. comes from, because he talks about heavy metal thunder. He's not talking about the music. Right. He's talking about his bike. Whack whack. Yeah. Oops. Not the start of heavy metal. Right. Rush was the second working man, which to me is a metal song, died in the wool metal. But Rush are not a metal band. Right, they're just pants. Oh, come on. Rush are immortal. Anyway, I'm not going to have that argument with Sorry. you because you're just wrong. What was the third one? Did we then go on to Ooh. Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix, Billy Child. Everybody talked about Jimi Hendrix as the god of the guitar. And in all these lists, do you yeah. know you have these lists all over the place of metal? Well, you do for early metal anyway. I'm quite sure you have with thrash, funk, metal, third time removed. But anyway, the old stuff you do. And he's always at the top of the list. Everybody thought Jimi Hendrix was a god. But he's not metal, is he? No. No, he's he's too cool for metal. Yeah, it's far too cool for metal. Um, Kinks, you really got me? Metal? Yes, but that's not metal. Not metal. Closer to the mark, though, aren't we? I mean, in the sense of... No, 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 no. uh, no. You've really got me. I mean, there's a throbbing what's it. Yeah, yeah, but there's no screaming bits. No screaming bits, that's true. No screaming bits. And not, not, you know, they're too cool. There's a water sunshine, all that sort of thing. I mean... They're not not talking about, you know, sort of going up mountains and meeting wizards. That's true. I mean, there are some songs that have wizards in them, can I just point out, and heavy metal. 
I mean, not many, obviously, but there are some. Anyway. But then they've got demons. Mm, good point. There's no sort of like, you know, I'm a cool dude walking yeah. down the street. Yeah. Well, there are some also. <laughs> the odd <laughs> politics one, well, not many of them, that's true. Hawkwind, then I chose that because it's mm, yes. Lemmy in the band, obviously. Master yeah. Universe, lots of sci-fi. But they're not metal either, I don't yeah. think. I'd call them prog, wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. Arthur Brown, Fire, that song is so quoted as the Sartre. just cannot yeah. see it. It's got nothing whatsoever to do with metal, as far as I'm concerned. I remember the, the sort of stage shows yeah. and okay. that sort of thing, the flames and that kind of shared, stuff. A certain yeah. element of shared nuttiness, yeah. Uh, free yeah. Wishing Well. I mean, Free, nobody would ever call them as heavy mm. metal, I don't think. But that was played at ever, before every heavy metal concert I ever went to, and you were waiting for the bands to come on. They played that song. It sounds right. metal to me. Yeah. Cream Badge, everybody quotes, I think Cream quite rightly, right. is a precursor of metal, but it's not metal, is it? And, of course, Jeff Burke. Ginger Baker was quite metal He was quite metally. I mean, you know, quite an They had Eric Clapton yeah. and all the rest of it, blah, blah. But, you know, and yeah. Jeff Beck, you know, not that song. They the reason I chose that, that song, song is that I think you might have had the same experience. They played it at the end of every single disco I went to yes. before the age of yeah. mm, fifty two, uh, and it was yeah. the only thing I could ever dance to because it's the only one where I, yeah. I was nobody else was being cool either. And clearly, I couldn't dance. Yeah. Obviously, and just and then just when you da- started dancing, the lights came yes, on. That's right. Everybody had to go home. It was, <laughs> it was my one opportunity to get to get within fifty yards of something female. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah. God, I love that song. Oh, I love that song so much. Uh, right. Anyway, so there we go. We've gone on for hours. This when this episode is never going to end, is it? I'm going to die yeah. of old age. I yeah, already great. feel my brain dribbling out of my head. So I am going to start by saying, as I think, where metal starts is this band, and you're going to disagree with me. But what the hell? I'm going to play it anyway. Walsall's finest, Luke. It's glam rock. Yes, not. No, wrong. In what way is this not heavy metal? Because it's glam rock. He's screaming. It's got a heavy guitar uh, riff. Yeah. He's not talking about wizards. Okay, grant you that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop that now. But I would argue that there is a lot of metal. I know I'm not going to go to the wall on this and say that Slade are metal because, yeah, okay, I kind of agree that they're not. But it seems to me, I mean, this guy hung out with Robert Plant. Yeah. He went to gigs, I think. His dad had a van, did Noddy. And by the way, I I played that clip because I love Noddy and it's really important Mm -hmm. to me that you know that I love Noddy. I'm pretty sure that Noddy, although he's never met me, loves me too. Yeah. 
He makes me laugh and he's got a great voice and he's a lot of fun, the lad. Yes. Okay. Uh, he is yes. impeccably connected to the Bessemer process of metal in terms of place. He comes from Walsall, the Beatsdale estate right. where he lived, also produced another metal legend and leather whipsucker, whose name was Rob Holford of Judas Priest, of course, as you all know. Um, he used his father's window cleaning right. van to drive Robert Plant to gigs with Plant's band at the time, the Tennessee Teams. Here's part of the essential Englishness of metal. Uh, so, why is it called metal, is the thing. And I don't know why it's called metal. Um, it's not the Steppenwolf thing. There's a heavy thing going on, isn't there? Sort of guns, metal, cannon, that sort of thing. Guitar thing, heavy somehow. The music is heavy. Anyway, I don't know why it's called heavy. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows why. There are some theories, but... I don't think I'm going to go through them. Quite often people say Led Zepp. And I think in our conversation, yes. you said, well, you're not going to convince me it's going to a candidate because the, the music's rubbish, except for Led Zepp, and you've chucked out Led Zepp. So I'm going to play you a clip explaining why it's not Led Zepp. So we're going to have to do that Led Zepp thing because they have been described as heavy, even heavy metal. Often is their brush so tarred. For me... The heart of Led Zepp is just a bunch of blokes doing drugs in a deserted Welsh cottage and making music. Or actually, maybe this. Black Country Woman. This, for me, is where Led Zepp really live, where they're at home. <laughs> Can I get this airplane on? Not even, yeah. Although, of course, to be fair, there was this. You need Which leads, of course, to this. Pretty classic guitar solo. And then, of course, there was this, you know. But I did read an article in The Times which claimed that Dazed and Confused was one of the first heavy metal tracks. It ain't. That isn't heavy metal, is it? Led Zeppelin then are often quoted as heavy metal. For me, they are not in any way heavy metal, though I grant you there is on occasion recourse to heaviness. But Led Zeppelin simply have too much talent, too much range to be heavy metal. 
they tend towards nuttiness, and metal, although it delights in nuttiness of the fantasy kind, does not, repeat not, indulge in whimsy. Obviously this is turning into a peon to Led Zepp, so I'm going to have to stop now and go back to the main show, but, you know, Led Zepp are just a thing of their own. Nobody's like Led Zeppelin, nobody could do it like Led Zeppelin, there is one Led Zeppelin, there are no others. That's all. You're wrong. Really? You think Zepp is the beginning of heavy metal? Um, I would say they are heavy metal, and they could be argued Probably. to be heavy metal. You know, I mean, Black Dog? Yes. They've got you some know, songs are, which they are very just because they have a what a couple one song that sounds a bit I mean, reggae. The, and then their range is got, amazing of Led Zeppelin. They do all kinds of stuff. All right, okay. There's a lot of things with heavy metal where they sort of start off sort of quiet and then sort of go, you know, like stairway to I mean, stairway to heaven. You know, is uh, archetypal heavy metal where they sort of you know starts off all sort of and then gets all blue. And we can we can put it as a supplementary right. vote to the people. Though before we do, we're going to have to take a bit of a break here to hear a message from our sponsor, should we happen to have one of those. So here we go. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, okay, we're back. So, on to the Manichaean duopoly. This is where the start of metal is. 1969, yeah. Hanwell Community Centre, in practice for Deep Purple in right. Rock, they played yeah. Speed King. I'm now going to play you Speed King and then a variety of tracks from the two bands that gave birth to heavy metal in Brum. This goes on a bit, to be honest. I've shortened it for you.
witches at black masses evil minds that plot destruction sorcerer of death's construction So Richie Blackmore, Ian Gillen, Roger Glover, John Lord, who is from Leicester, by the way, and Ian Pace, those guys are in the heavy metal pantheon of the gods, okay? They are one of the two places where it all starts. The other one I'll come to in a moment. So Richie Blackmore in particular, you know, is a heavy metal god, isn't he? And he he very famously said, I don't give a damn about song construction. I just wanted to make as much noise and play as fast as possible and as loud (laughs) as possible. I mean, that's classic, isn't it? That is the definition yeah. of metal. I saw a, a lovely program about heavy metal, actually. I think it might have been on Netflix. And they interviewed Richie. And he sat for hours <laughs> talking very intelligently and seriously, actually, about music. He was very articulate, actually. And he was dressed up in a wizard's outfit with a hat on <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> wizard's hat on. And that is the spirit of heavy metal. And he didn't break sweat for once and say, I'm looking like a plonker. Okay. Yes. Uh, his, his follow-up band, you know, The Rainbow, 1975... Well, it's kind of rock, really. It's quite melodic, but we could never throw them out of the club. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, so that's one of the Manichaean duopoly. The other one is where Brum gets the prize and where the Noddy Holder thing comes in. It's Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Uh, Ozzy's dad was a toolmaker, so there's one theory that says that's where the hair metal thing comes from. He formed a band late '67. Geezer Butler formed his first band, Rare Breed, actually, and then recruited Ozzy to serve as a vocalist. Played a couple of shows, then broke up. Osborne and Butler reunited in Polka Talk Blues. Glad they changed that name. Along with guitarist Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi is the heavy metal guitarist, even more than Richie, I would argue. And drummer Bill Ward. That is it, Luke, like fantasy novel, The Assembling of the Heroes. Right, on Tony Iommi, quiz question. What surprising body part... Is Tony body parts? Is Tony end of his fingers, and possibly the corner of one of his buttocks? But nobody talks about that anymore. We're hypnotic, yeah. (laughs) 
In any way, um, nobody plays the guitar with the yes. buttocks, not even in heavy metal, although there have been suggestions. Oh, I bet they do, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so my meeting... Go yes. on, go for it, this is your big moment, I, Lulu. I had met... I, I was about 17, I'd been to see Black Sabbath the night before, walking along the King's Road, oh, yeah. Yeah. as you do, as you do. and there they were. I went running up Whoa. to them, are you Black Sabbath? Did you, you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. brave. Um, and uh, uh, yes, uh, so I always say, and they said, "Are oh, you Luke Baxter?" They said, "Of course they did." Um, <laughs> yes. And they didn't call you Lulu. Then. <laughs> and then, it's nice of them. They didn't call me Lulu. And, yeah. yeah. And then they said, "You know, do you want do you want tickets to tonight's gig?" And I was like, uh, "I know, I have to go back to school, <laughs> university." Why? <laughs> Why? Oops. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Let me I think. Know. What's the right answer? There? Yes or no? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. You know, <laughs> you're too honest. School. Uh, yeah, so I see. Yes, but you could have just taken the bloody tickets and sold them yeah. on for a fortune. Oh, I see. No. Yeah. Anyway, very good story. Yeah. I never met anybody famous. Actually, another Black Sabbath anecdote. Oh yes. While we're at it. Oh yes. So they they recorded their last album called The End. Right. At a friend of mine's studios. Did they? Um, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so they did the, an album called 13 which was quite good and then they did another album which was mostly live stuff and then did a few songs in the studio with, with Toby and Toby said they were, they were awful you know like they absolutely hated each other oh, really you know Ozzy was completely in, incoherent right um, and they were all sort of like you know on, on, on the right sort of, uh, it's die, sad when that happens very very it? ill yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah. But they were there, just there for the money. I suppose they didn't look as though they were in their peak of health at any stage, really, did they? No. no so Black no, Sabbath released no. uh, February 1970 in the UK, and so heavy metal music was born. Black Sabbath also right. bred a later genre, because let me tell you, metal breeds genres like rabbit on speed. That genre is <laughs> doom metal, which does what it says on the tin. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. So here's the thing about heavy metal then, and its culture and why it was social social poison. I think we've already covered this really, but it's Dungeons and Dragons. So all my mates yeah. play Dungeons and Dragons. Fancy Wizards, King Will Come, that sort of thing. That's we've done that. Whips, chains and leather, quite big. Mm-hmm. Bikes and machines yeah. were popular, as I remember. Brushed denim jackets, embroidery and badges. Mm. Did you have a brushed embroidery. denim jacket? I had, no, I had it even worse. I had a uh, sort of uh, bleach. Bleach. Denim I did an embroidery on the back that said deep purple. Oh, of course. Yes, uh, I used to like embroidery. Actually. Yeah. I love the silk, the yeah. colours of the silk. Anyway, I did deep purple. And I showed it to a friend, friend's mother and she said, oh, that says deep jungle. That's lovely. So I wasn't, <laughs> I did enjoy it. I wasn't good at it. Uh, the other thing about heavy metal is hero worship of guitarists. Saint Jimi Hendrix, yep. the God Ritchie, yep. Tony Iommi, the Prince of Darkness. Constant conversations about who was the greatest guitarist of all time. Jimmy, of mm-hmm. course, was always there, as we said. Blokes, very male, as we said. There was the odd band, there was girls' school, I think. They did not do social comment either. I mean, there was War Pigs, which was early for Sabbath, but they didn't really do social comment very much, did they? They weren't like Weller, you know. No. So then we get some US bands coming in. Alice Cooper. Did you like yes. Alice Cooper? And he bit ahead of a chicken, I think, didn't he? Uh, that? Did you like... What was that? No, that Bat's Aussie, I think. That was Aussie. Yeah, Alice was yeah. supposed to have killed a chicken or something. Yeah. Now he's a Republican golf player. Is he? Which a lot of them are. I think there's a... But there's, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know I'm going to upset people, but I never took them seriously. Kiss and Alice Cooper. Pff, didn't take them seriously. Yeah. 
I mean, they yeah. were fun. I mean, Alice Cooper was a nice guy. He appeared on The Muppet Show. And, you know, he was nice okay. and fun. And I love The Muppet yeah. Show. So it was great. Yeah. Kiss were just yeah. daft. Van Halen were great. I was never convinced by the metal thing. I mean, Jump was later, about 84. Yeah. And I thought it was quite typical of the US versions of heavy metal at that time. Not later, yeah. I have to say. Which was, they were very boppy. It was a lack of grit. Right. Well... There are, but there's an element to them that take themselves quite seriously, like sort of Megadeth and Metallica. Oh, but that's later, isn't it? A little yeah. bit later. Metallica's yes. a little bit later. Yeah, I'm that much younger than you, though. Yeah, because so they really do get it. Yeah, I mean, they, you finally, yeah. they really take, get the ball and say, oh, that's where the ball is. And they run with it in a major way. Uh, then we, what you get, a sort of transition period and the arrival of new wave metal. So in the transition, right. I'd put bands that I saw quite a lot of, uh, Uriah Heat, UFO, Doctor, Doctor, please. Mm. Yeah, that sort of thing. Do you remember UFO? Mm. No. Michael Schenker Group, yeah. Gary Moore, and all the rest of the German mm. band. Very, very actually. Heard of them. Um, Judas right. Priest, famously, back to Brum, mm. back to Beachdale Estate. Yeah. ACDC. Now, is that heavy metal or just hard rock? Uh, yes. You think that's heavy metal? ACDC are total I would have metal. said they're total metal. Yes. People don't call them that, you know. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, I, of course they are. I thought yeah. they're a fantastic band, absolutely fantastic band. And ACI I hated them for a long, long of the, time. It was because of the shorts. And they're just the general, you know, yeah. ambiance. Yeah. Strutting. Too much strutting. <laughs> well, they're Australian, <laughs> isn't it? Actually, they're Scottish. Aren't they? Yeah. They were the bee's elbows, though, weren't <laughs> Sorry, they? Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob, yeah. Right, yeah. So I have one claim to fame in metal, one claim of fame only, which is I went to the inaugural Monsters of Rock concert. What? Yep. I was there, 1980, Castle Donington. That's me. And you say you're not cool. And I say I'm not cool. And I went to the first. <laughs> Whoa, how wrong <laughs> could I be? Well, I was speaking to you. Of course I'm Amazing. cool. First ever, yeah. You're being sarcastic, aren't you? Stop it. I think I might be. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Headlined by Rainbow, Judas Priest, Fist, April Wine, Riot, Scorpions, Saxon, Saxon, 747 coming down the line, wheels steel. The home of heavy metal, Castle Donington. The home of heavy metal Slade one year. So you see, they are metal. Yeah. Right. Okay. And ACDC also. So then you get the new, new wave of British heavy metal. Quite a lot of people, uh, we've got a bloke doing the decorating called Dave at the moment. And when I mentioned I was doing something on heavy metal, he said, oh, yes, new wave, British heavy metal. That's what I loved. What was the name of the most famous of those new wave bands, would you say? No, actually, oh. I would say. I mean, could be. Well, there could be. So they're probably the most successful, the most songs. But no, the one I was thinking of, rightly or wrongly, actually, is uh, Murterhead. Obviously, Murterhead, because there's an oh. umlaut over the O. Yeah. Right. Then New Wave. They're just yeah, Because New Wave, for me, sounds like Duran Duran. And yes. Uh, new Wave, so British heavy metal. I think the... Right. British heavy metal yeah. element to the name New Wave British heavy metal is important. Because, yes, yes. Her name was not Rio, yes. and she did not sail she down the Rio Grande. No. Yes, or whatever. Sleep until Hammersmith. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, Motorhead, Def Leppard, another claim to fame. Actually, gosh, I really Oof. am cool. Is I saw Def Leppard for one pound fifty at Loughborough Town Hall. Hell. When the what guy, the guy, they had all their Lucky limbs man. as well at the time. Drummer had, mm. had two uh, two arms. Yeah. Pyromania, nineteen eighty three, I think, was their first photograph. Probably one of their most famous songs. They're quite US, if it seems to me, quite melodic, you know. Yes, but and whereas Motorhead is incredibly agricultural. Isn't oh, it? not melodic. Oh, they are great. You see, I like them, and I think they're like the first band. I think that yeah. 
But they're, Isn't that funny? They're very, they are very funny. They're very, I read his autobiography, actually. Um, he was quite obsessed by Saxon, as I remember. Anyway, here's a clip I was going to play. Classic Motorhead, of course. That's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. There was a film about these guys. Did you see that film? Oh, right, right. Spinal Tap. Oh, yes, yes. It's one of my favourite films of all time. It's a good movie. Yeah. Thing is, I came home from the pub late and turned on the telly, which I always did when I came home from the pub, and there was this programme on about the heavy metal band. So I didn't know that it was Sender. <laughs> and I watched, you know, for about half an hour thinking, these guys are mental. <laughs> and it was very advising. My God, look at this. Especially when the guy, um, 
I think I might have been. I don't know when it was. Anyway, especially when the guy tries to, he goes out to hand his because his library books are overdue. You know, he's the guitarist or something, and he's a real bad boy. But he's got his library books out, and he needs to find that he doesn't want to find. So he looks out into the hall to find out the library. And he says, uh, "Yes, these are books I need. I need to just renew them. Do you mind, uh, John Blair, Anglo-Saxon England?" And I think I was reading that book at the time for some essay. Oh, very funny. Anyway. It's such a good such film. A good I, movie. I showed it to, to my son, my son oh, yeah. not that long ago. And he, you know, he doesn't really know metal. Because um, you need to know a bit about metal to really you get do. all the sort of weird you references. But he loved it. He thought it was hilarious. Did he? Oh, he liked um, it. Did he turn, up the, it, yeah. turn it up to 11 bit? We should have an 11 yes. on the amps. But you know that... That's what they do, and you know, <laughs> iPlayer, the volume, the volume on iPlayer used to go up to eleven. I don't think it does anymore because of that. It's brilliant. We should have an eleven. And they're Americans who can do British. There accents. you go, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so there's plenty of US stuff that comes out with new ways Nave as well. Guns and Roses. Which no, after what they did, knocking on heaven's door. Right? I was never into not, them. Never did. But they did do no, one of the wrong. world's greatest songs, didn't they? Yeah, okay. "Sweet Child of Mine" is surely. If right. you were going to have a list of ten songs that you would have to, it wouldn't oh, be on "Sweet it. Child of Mine." Are you mad? I would. Uh, yes, it, I. I could. I will bang my head to it, and it's quite fun. But it, it, it would so not be on my top ten songs of all time. Well, it'd be on mine. I have to well, tell you, it's a great song. Well, it's a love song. It's all right. You know, if somebody written about, oh, about me, yes. you know, that'd be great. Anyway, nobody yeah. has ever written me a love song actually. You're my sweet child. Yes, baby, thank you, Poppet. Right <laughs> then, there's Bon Jovi. Big breakthrough. Bon Jovi were fun, mm. weren't they? Mm. Do you think? No. Do you not think? I didn't no. love Bon Jovi. I got no. I got a job in Toronto for a couple of months, repping, and I started yeah. driving around. And they were playing uh, Bad Medicine, wall to wall. In fact, all the DJs mm. essentially just got in in the morning, put on med- Bad Medicine, left, and then came back twelve hours time. <laughs> as far as I could see, that was, you know, Canadian radio. Oh, they were great. Lots of hair, 80s haircuts, lots of messing around. Yeah. I loved them. There was that one they did for a, for that cowboy movie for the Young Guns. Was there? Which was quite funny. What was that? And, you know, he's sort of standing on a ridge, right. you know, being about as metal as you could possibly be. That was, was Oh, great. Funny, I really loved them. No. I really loved them. They're living on a prayer, yeah. so just a classic. Right, so now yeah. we get to Iron Maiden. Now, Ooh. I have to say that I am of your mind, and I left heavy metal when we got to Iron Maiden. Um, but Wolf, who is my partner in crime on the history of Technicolor, Wolf went to see yep. them this last weekend for the 11th time. And when I sent yes. him a text saying, how was the concert? He said, it was a dream come true. And the emotion was dripping through the text. He meant it. So he has very kindly done a clip about Iron Maiden for me. And here it is. Hello and welcome to a very brief history of the greatest heavy metal band of all time, Iron Maiden. They formed in East London way back in 1975 and are often referred to as one of the pioneers of the new wave of British heavy metal and they have influenced anyone and everyone in metal ever since with their unique sound, style, artwork and the iconography of their mascot, Eddie. You might typify them for their galloping riffs and dueling guitars, like here... 
or here. Then there is their fantastical lyrics and themes, generally related to fantasy, sci-fi, horror, history, and war, all delivered via Bruce's soaring vocals, like here. Or here, in their song Passchendaele. Oh, and then there's their epic solos. To me, they are equally silly and poetic, heavy and elegant. Forever evolving as a band so that 40 plus years on from their first album, they are still giving more than I ever could have dreamed of. Their career is varied and bold, and they have never rested on their laurels and instead seek out new horizons musically and thematically while travelling further around the globe to take their shows to every audience they can possibly visit. Their world tours typically go from Europe to South Korea to India, Costa Rica, Chile, Canada, and New Zealand, and they cart their full show of props, costumes, pyrotechnics, set dressings, and backdrops with them. Their live shows are impeccable, and the crowd response equals that, as shown by this clip from their live show in Rockin' Rio. I just got back from travelling to see them in Lisbon for my 11th time watching them perform, and they're just as good as when I first saw them way back in 2006. There's simply no metal band, and maybe very few artists in the world that are doing it like they are now in the fifth decade of their career, and that is why I think they are one of the most influential bands in the world. Back to you, David. Nice one, Wolf. Thank you very much. I mean, you know, if anybody's going to be convinced about Iron Maiden, they they would be convinced by that. Ready for my next quiz question? Ready for your next quiz question? It's a an Iron Maiden based one. Okay, I'm not going to do well at this. Then. Bruce Dickinson. What is Bruce Dickinson's alternative career when he isn't metalling? Do you know? I think he plays. Doesn't he fly aeroplanes? Yes, he's an airline pilot. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Go me. What do Very I get good. for my prize? You get well yes. done, David. Yes. Oh, yes. pride. Oh, yeah. Gold star. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got gold star. That's all yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you a question. What was your least favourite heavy metal band? Did you have a least favourite? You actually sent me a fantastic clip. What were they? What was that genre that you sent me? Oh, yes. What were they called? Femi Nazgul. That was yes. dark metal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Dark metal. Was dark, dark feminist metal. Yes. Yes. It was, it was very dark. So this, yeah. So this is what happens to metal in the 1990s. Yeah. The US get really involved, yeah. and Northern Europe yeah. um, particularly. So the Nordics yes. get really involved, and the Germans and all the rest of it. Yeah. 
Uh, and I a very just... funny film about a Nordic dark metal band that, um, that? that, that Mark Commode likes very much. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Do they do humor? I can look it up. Yeah. That would be good to know that, actually, because yes. that might be a hoot. Anyway, so look, there's a list of... This is what happens to markets, Luke. Yeah. This is about market segmentation yes. and about ident- identifying a niche, dominating yeah. that niche, and that is where profit comes from, the theory of competitive advantage and market segmentation. Ooh. And that is what happens in every industry, and that is what happens in metal. So you get thrash metal, mm-hmm. bands like Anthrax, Metallica, oh, a bunch yeah. of German bands, death metal, Black metal, it's actually a UK band in that called Venom, apparently, but there's loads of them from Norway and Denmark. Yeah. Power metal, lots of European bands. Prog metal, which I suppose is inspired by bands like Rush. Doom metal, which originate with, you know, Aussie. New metal, actually, I've heard of Linkin Park through the children, mm. fun enough. Yes. Apparently, they're a new metal band. Sludge, well, I mean, and there's probably more, but I am done. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sludge metal. That is it, I've actually. Nothing. Mudge, mudge, slettle. Anyway, I've come to the end. This thing is about an hour and a half long, and I'm really sorry to everybody. If we, I wanted, did you get to watch the the, the Stranger Things episode? Did you watch that? that I oh, I did. Yes, is I that did. The most metal yes. scene that's ever happened. That was the so most I, metal scene. So I describe that it ever for happened. the listeners. Describe it for the listeners. Yes. So this is the most metal scene. So you know, for those of you that don't know Stranger Things, it's a series very heavily influenced by uh, Steven Spielberg set in small town USA in the 1980s. Uh, the lead characters are a bunch of young teens who are very keen on Dungeons and Dragons, as was I. Um, yes. As well, oh, were you too? Oh, we must yes. have a game. Yes, we should. Yeah, it's been a while. And, and they crazy, discover that there is a sort of netherworld under Hawkins, uh, which they dub the Upside Down, as it is a grim mirror image of their own town inhabited by sort of increasingly gribbly beasts um, that are kind of reminiscent of the Dungeons and Dragons bestiary. Um, as the series and they're quite on. scary beasts too. They do nothing. They are really quite scary beasts. Yeah, and they get scarier and scarier. And you know, it gets as the, the kids grow up, the the beasts get scarier. It's great. It's very funny. Um, anyway, in the most recent series, they are back in the upside down, and one bunch need to get to a haunted house that's protected by a sort of by this demonic bat-like creatures, and in order to smooth their way two of the nerdiest characters need to distract the said bat-like creatures. And so one of them, who is the metaller, gets down his axe, i.e. guitar, and stands on top of his trailer and kicks into a heavy riff. Um, it's Metallica's Master of Puppets. And brings the oh, demons raining down upon his head to save his friend. It's so metal. Like, almost it is very, very metal it's indeed. Very metal. And it is, yeah. I didn't realise it was Metallica. Yeah. told me that. Yeah, very good. Very good. Fantastic. Any other anecdotes, or can we let our poor listeners go to bed? You don't want my quiz. You don't want my incest quiz. Oh yes, I thought you'd done your. No, 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 no. Incest quiz. Yeah, right. Okay. So this is people who, you know, because it's a very crucial part of heavy metal is that they all basically played in each other's bands and did all that sort of thing. It is true, actually. Yes, they're in and out of bed, aren't they? Like mad things. Yes, exactly. Good point. So who sang? Hence the Jeff Beck question. Yeah. Who sang for both Black Sabbath and Rainbow? Uh, that is Ronnie James Deere. It's Ronnie James Deere. Bonus yes, question. go me, go, go yes. me. Bonus question about Ronnie James Deere. Um, what mm, is Ronnie know. James credited with starting? It's an 
key Just element to rock shot. exclamation mark exclamation mark I don't know the demonic thing. He did his first album with Rainbow. There was a picture of smoking angels on it. Where? Um, I took it home with me and that's I played Black it. Sabbath. The loudest. That's when he joined Sabbath. Sorry, yeah, pardon me. that's Heaven and Hell. Yeah, Heaven and Hell. You have to hear Heaven and Hell, which was a fantastic emoticon. album. I loved. Yes. Sorry. Emoticon. He invented the devil fingers. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah. Did he? That was Ronnie James. <gasps> yeah. Huh. Himself. Gosh. Well right. done, Ronnie. So who yeah. sang for a good both? Singer. For both Black Sabbath and Deep Purple? Oh, Black Sabbath and Deep Purple. Uh, David Coverdale? Or no. Ian Pace? No. Uh, oh, come on, I should know that. No, don't know. Ian Gillen? Ian Gillen, of course he did! Yes. Oh, I cannot live with this shame. Uh, no, well, yeah. Oh, Who dear, played guitar did, yeah. for both Rainbow and Deep Purple? Easy one. That's Richie. That's Richie Blackwell. Who sang for both White Snake and Deep Purple? Uh, that's David Coverdale. That is David Coverdale. Very good. And who yes, played keyboards me. for both White Snake and Deep Purple? Ah, is that not John? Is that John Lord? That is John Lord. Correct. Yes, yes. go me. I saw John I Lloyd in the con- in concert once with the guy who did um, who wrote all those books. I think he might have done Rumpole. Right. right. Uh, written Rumpole, and he he played the play the piano at the, he- the Henley Festival because he lived yes. Is it, yes, he, he, he's down in, in as a sort of musician rather than a rock star he yeah. was anyway yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean he's, uh, he's a classically trained you know yeah. trained musician all yeah. the rest of it yeah, yeah. anyway, anyway that, that, that is the that's the that's the quiz oh I didn't do too bad you know, no, I did, very good. Very and, good. Yeah. and to be honest I did know the Ian Gillen one I just yeah. forgot temporarily so I think I did okay yeah. on that right. yes yeah, so I went to see that. I went to see Deep Purple and Leonard Skinner in Combined oh, concert. did you? And literally, I think there was only one of them in both bands that was actually right. from the original band. Yeah. <laughs> they did remake themselves madly, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Really. I saw David Coverdale, but he was at Whitesnake by the time I saw him. Yeah. My only other claim to fame is I was offered tickets to Nebworth right. for Led Zepp and didn't go. Oh, yeah. And I've lived with the shame for the rest of my yes. life and it's yeah. almost unbearable actually yeah. anyway look we bored everybody to yes. death I mean, it must be an hour and a half now yeah. ah. uh, the longest episode is I'm on gonna metal go, yes I'm going to go anyway. eat a bat or something and, oh. yes that yeah. was very good yeah. anyway so sacrifice a virgin gentle listeners we hope you'll come on to um, Facebook and I know a couple of you are going to come and give me grief and talk about Steppenwolf and all that kind of stuff you know whatever. Yeah. But that's great. Come and tell us how it is. Does heavy metal go in the small plastic caddy that sits alongside <laughs> the cabinet avec le marquetre d'Angleterre? Or not? Or does it not? And even get that. Dear listeners, basically, <laughs> Royfields will explode. <laughs> yes! <laughs> don't vote it anywhere. <laughs> Royfields head will explode. Please don't vote for if you're anywhere near California or hear a small crump as <laughs> head goes all over the ceiling. And you don't want that, do you? So don't vote for it. Don't yeah, vote for metal in the caddy. Yeah. Yeah. It'll kill Royce. All right. Yeah. Anyway, it's been you've been very patient. Actually, I'm not sure you probably turned this off ages ago. Anyway, you've been very patient. Sorry, I over prepared. I do that. And we'll see you next time whenever we choose to do an episode. Thank you very much for keeping me company, Luke. That was great. Thank you. That was great. Thank you for your quiz, which was excellent, especially since I got many of the right answers. Yes. It was very good. 
Right, thank you very much for coming, everybody, and we'll see you again next time. And join us on Facebook. Bye. These are the things that made England. England and Saint George. These are the things that made England. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.